Warning, this podcast contains explicit language because when you're young, sometimes you say, fuck the police. So today's story is about flashing lights and McDonald's. And the reason why it is about that is because that is the only recollection I have of the story. This story takes place on the first week of college. We're talking not even three days into college. My parents left me at the dorm rooms and about three days later, I got invited to a frat party. Now, this is a college where almost everyone is in a fraternity or sorority. I'd say about 60 to 70% of all the student population are going to be in a sorority or fraternity. I never did join a fraternity or sorority for that matter. So I was mostly considered a GDI or a goddamn independent. But it's the first week of college and they're promising me a good time. And I've been to high school parties before, but I've never been to a college party before. So my buddy Austin and I decide that we're going to go. But Austin suggests that we pregame before we go because the alcohol there is super expensive. He says that it was about $5 per cup. Now that's not $5, you get a cup and it's unlimited refills. That's $5 per cup every single time you get another drink, $5. So we do some shots before leaving. We head out, we make sure that we don't have our keys or anything like that and our roommates know where we're gonna be to let us in. Uh, We take our phone with us and we take our wallet with us because, again, if we get a drink, it's going to be $5 worth. So we make sure we have enough cash on us as well. We get to the fraternity and it is a run-down piece of shit house. I'm talking, it looks like a Scooby-Doo nightmare mansion is what it looks like with all the rooms and all the doors that are behind everything. And... I found out later that this fraternity was the rapey fraternity that was on campus. So I'm kind of glad I did not stick around very long. So Austin takes us downstairs and there's a bunch of people downstairs that are just not like the normal people upstairs. And I was like, what is going on down here? And he says that this is where you can get free alcohol for potential pledges. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, if you want to pledge the fraternity, or potentially pledge the fraternity, you can drink for free tonight. I was like, Austin, why the hell didn't you tell me this before? I was like, sure, I'll, I'll pledge. I'll try to pledge. I have, let me be clear, I have no intention of ever pledging a fraternity. But free beer and free liquor for the night with no strings attached... I'm definitely going to say yes. So in the basement, I find a lawn chair that I like. I sit down and I start drinking. Now, I don't know if there was something in the beer that made me forget everything or if I just drank too much, but I only remember two things about the rest of that night, and they were flashing red and blue lights and McDonald's. And that is it. Because the next morning, I woke up naked with a dude 
in a closet in a sorority house at a different college. So I wake up, no phone, no ID, no keys, no wallet, and I begin to panic. And as I shuffle around a little bit inside the closet, I realize that I'm naked. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not naked in here alone. So I reach over, and it's my buddy Austin, who is also naked, with me in the closet. So I wake him up. And after I wake him up, he finds out he has no phone, he's got no ID, and no keys either. So we're freaking out together while naked in a closet. And then the headache sets in. I am hungover after the panic wears off a little bit. I am hungover as fuck. And everything hurts. I found my wallet in a shoe in the closet. And my head is just throbbing constantly. I got shoes in my back. I got clothes hanging down in my face. And we open the closet door and it turns out it's a girl's room. And we didn't know that at the time. On the girl's walls, it has welcome to the university that's a three-hour drive away. How in the fuck did we get to the university that is three hours away? Austin looks around and he finds his phone and his wallet, but we still don't have our keys. Because we're so hungover at this point that we don't realize we left our keys back at the dorm room so that we didn't have to worry about them. But I still can't find my phone or my keys. And we're both doing all of this searching completely naked because there's no clothes in this girl's room that would fit us because we're dudes and I'm exceptionally tall and a little bit heavy set. So I grab a towel because none of the clothes there will fit us. The next thing that goes down is that Austin calls his mom, who happens to work there at the university, at the three-hour drive university. She tells us she'll be there in a few minutes. We sneak out as best we can. I have a towel around me, and so does Austin. And she brings us her husband's clothes. And we put on her husband's clothes in the parking lot. And then we hop back in the car, and she starts driving us back to our university and that whole car ride with his mom she was super cool with it but she's like how the fuck did you get here and we have no idea the only thing we remember is flashing lights and mcdonald's so she writes it off as just college tomfoolery and we write it off as just a drunken night so cut to about six months later And I'm working in this nice place that is about $13 to $15 an hour. And it's so nice that some people will do it full-time for their career, and it's a huge step up for them. Because not a lot of jobs around the city we were living in with the university was at that wage at that time. So we're sitting in the break room, and I overhear this lady telling a story about her previous job at McDonald's. And she's talking about how she worked at the McDonald's that was, I would say, about halfway between where our university is and the other university we ended up at. And 
she talked about this rather large white man who ordered a lot of food, got angry at the place for not being fast enough. So he came across the counter, jumped the counter, and started licking and touching all of the food in the little trays. And they had to call the police on him. And whenever they told him that they called the police on him, he said, fuck this, I might as well start stripping here. And he started stripping on the counter. And then she talked about how the police arrived, and they talked to the man, and they escorted him out. They didn't press any charges or anything like that, but he got banned from the store after they took his picture, and then forced him to pay for all of the food that he touched. And I got to thinking... That would really explain the $1,243 charge on my credit card for McDonald's that night. And I now know that there's a place between that university and the university we ended up at that has my picture on the wall that I'm not allowed to go into that McDonald's. Now, my friends asked me, have I ever confronted her or talked to her about it or introduced myself? And I said, hell no, I have not done that. Because I don't want that to be someone's impression of me. I'm sure there are also other people out there who have similar stories about encounters with me. And if you're out there and you'd like to be featured on this podcast, you can find the contact information on my website, midwifestorytime.com, and drop me a line. And that is the end of my story for today. And if you liked it, please hit the like and subscribe button so you can listen to more. The music today was provided by the Supercontinents. Our website is midweststorytime.com. And until I see you next time, remember to keep looking up.